0: It's the Lockdown Flyers podcast for Monday, August 7th. Your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that's talking Flyers goaltending options. Yeah. Sam Erson got a contract extension. We'll get into that as well as the other Flyers goaltending options, plus our nemesis of the week, all on today's show.
1: Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. Hey there, thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at R. Miriam. I'm here, as always, with Russ Cohen who's on all your favorite social media apps at Sportsology. And we as a show are on Instagram threads and blue sky at locked on flyers as well. You can subscribe or follow us for free over on YouTube. or on the Sirius XM app, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Before we dig into the goaltending news and situation around the Flyers, just want to wrap up the World Junior Summer Showcase. And I think there's obviously two stories here for us, right? There's Cutter Gautier doing what he had to do and showing that he is the veteran, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of this junior squad and, and being a leader out there. And then Cole Canubo making a name for himself.
1: Yeah, those are two good storylines. I mean, there was never an issue whether, you know, Goche would score or not score. He, he always scores. Uh, whether he plays center or wing. that's fine. Uh, and Knubel is definitely becoming a, a useful player for that system and, and being able to play in the World Juniors. I, I definitely think he should make the team because I feel like he's, you know, while he's one of those older players, he has some good intangibles and really did make a jump last year. So I I think... You know, it's a good sign for both. Uh, Knubel's still on the bubble. You know, Gauthier is not on the bubble.
0: Right. So it was good that Gauthier played both center and wing in the mm-hmm. tournament, got a feel for both positions. So they'll see, you know, where they want to put him for World Juniors in December. And then with Knubel, he got those opportunities to play in all situations. He was on the PK. He was on the power play. And so it'll just be a matter of if there's space, right?
1: Right. Yeah. It'll be a matter of if there's space, who's injured. You know, so those those kinds of things come into play and they'll they will be that little get together before the World Juniors, Um, maybe not a full camp because they just had the full camp, but enough to, you know, figure out who the guys are and then start making the cuts. But I think I think Canoble can at least say he's probably going to be one of the later cuts.
0: Yeah, I would say so as well. There's one more big camp before the World Juniors squad is selected, and and that'll take place in in December.
1: Yeah, I was at last year's. Maybe I'll go to this year's. We'll see.
0: All right. Uh, We also had the Holinka Cup happen, which is the U-17 tournament, and that gives us a hint at maybe some of the prospects eligible for next year's draft. Uh, Canada won the gold medal in that tournament over Czechia um team usa won over finland for the bronze it was the first time they'd gotten a medal since 2016 so that's really good for team usa Uh, any draft eligible players stand out to you in this one russ
1: yeah there's a bunch of guys but because i saw more u.s than anything else right now because of my schedule i'll talk about trevor Connolly and will zellers um a good friend of the show adam woden um told me about will zellers a year ago he He's now out in the Denver area, Adam. So he went to, I don't know, I think one of the camps, and and really, you know, reported back to me, hey, Zellers looks great. So he he was on my radar instantly, and he's a goal scorer, and and he does look really really good, and looks like uh, he played a, a game last year for Green Bay. So he probably goes back to Green Bay. So it means I'll see him in the uh, Fall Classic. So I'll definitely be keeping my eye on him. Uh, and Trevor Connolly was just fantastic, best U.S. player, uh, really had a big year at Shattuck or not, not Shattuck, Tri-City. Will Zellers was at Shattuck. Um, He was at Tri-City. He was really, really good. Actually. And he scored a lot of points at Tri-City. He, I want to say he was about 50 something points. So really good on the power play away from the power play, good skater. You know, if he's on the power play, he could play both sides equally and really could, you know, do the give and go set up his guys also score goals uh, really good hockey IQ. Everything is there for him. And, you know, where Zellers is like a five foot nine guy, Connolly's a six foot one guy. He had 47 mm-hmm. points, 24 goals. So he really um a terrific, complete player. So he's a guy that will start to get a lot of buzz and probably a little more than Zellers. Um, and that's fine. I mean, but these are both really good prospects.
0: Yeah. So it's good early on just to have a couple of guys to maybe. Start paying a, a little bit more attention to as we go yes. into this upcoming season in the USHL. Switching gears back to the Flyers, uh, we learned over the weekend that Sam Urson was signed to a two-year contract extension, uh, 1.45 million for each season. He's still under contract for one more year at the about 860k deal. So. This means that the Flyers have him under contract for the next three years, but that salary bump won't kick in until uh, next season. So I think that it kind of raised a lot of eyebrows when they announced that simply because we already have, you know, three other goaltenders under contract in the system. It does make Sam Erson the goaltender with the longest tenured contract in the flyer system right now and i i think that just raises a lot of, of questions right
1: it does uh we all wonder what's going to happen with carter hart so obviously we look, look at this and see the length of contract and say hmm um we know that urson was a favorite of john tortorella but uh well i'm a little worried just in the sense that as much as i liked him and said that yes i a year or two ago, probably two years ago, that I felt he was ahead of Sandstrom. That still doesn't mean I think he could play, you know, 45 games in an NHL season as like a 1B. I don't know if he could do that. I mean, it was a very small sample size last year. And yeah, he had those like, I don't know, what was he 5-0 and for a little while or something? But that that wore right. away a little too. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is a situation where uh, I now have to look at the Flyers goaltending and say, all right, Until we start hearing more definites, there's a lot up in the air here.
0: Yeah, and I think the the question why now is the biggest one, right? Where you already have him under contract for one more year. There is time to see how he's developing. There's time to see if you give him a better schedule in terms of games played and don't overuse him to see what he's actually like. You can see what he's like over the course of a full NHL season if you decide... He's your backup. We have time here. So like, what's the hurry? I think it's the biggest question.
1: Yeah. And I mean, what I forget what was the dollar amount? 2.9, something like that.
0: Yeah. So it's 1.45 per season.
1: Right. 1.45 per season. I mean, it's a lot for an unproven goalie, honestly. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and so it's just, I look at it and I know everybody says, ah, Russ, don't worry about it. It's only 1.45. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it all counts against the cap, and you still have Cal Peterson, too, to f- kind of figure out what his role is, too. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what, what's going to happen with it. Nobody knows. But um, right now, I could say their goaltending, it's in a weird spot. It's in a weird spot. It's almost in like a holding pattern.
0: Yeah, so we we now have four goaltenders in the system under contract that all potentially are NHL level goaltenders. And, you know, obviously you want three of those in the system because you need to have a call up available, right. In case right. of injury or or whatnot, but having four at this level is a little bit unusual, I would say.
1: And Sandstrom's and, out of options. Right. So that's another fly in the ointment there.
0: Yeah. So and all of this, is kind of circling around the what is going to happen with Carter Hart right now that we do not have answers for. We do not have, you know, detailed information about what could or or may or may not be happening with the Hockey Canada report. We don't have timing on that or anything. And so we're all trying to read these tea leaves and say, what could they be indicating? But I think, you know, we're at the point where we at least should do the academic exercise of, okay, what if the Flyers do not have Carter Hart for a portion or all of this upcoming season? And so we're going to get into that hypothetical coming up next.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by a product that I use literally every day, AG1. Maybe you're like me. You want to be healthy and eat well, but it's always easier said than done. There's no, That's no longer the case with AG1. AG1 is foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health with one delicious scoop of AG1 and a glass of water each day. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery and focus. It can be hard and expensive to keep track of multiple different supplements and vitamins, not to mention how hard it can be on your stomach. AG1 costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's if a comprehensive solution is what you need from a routine supplement from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL network. Check it out.
0: We will, of course, be having our Wednesday mailbag. So if you've got questions for us that you want us to answer, email us at lockdownflyers at gmail. You can tweet us at lockdownflyers, or you can comment over on YouTube. So, Russ, digging into this goaltending situation again, so much up in the air. So, this is just a hypothetical, but you know, if we do not have Carter Hart to start this season, or he gets traded. Yeah. Or or they trade him. We are left with Cal Peterson, Sam Erson, who we just signed to a contract extension and Felix Sandstrom. Now, Felix Sandstrom has uh, one year this upcoming year left on his deal. Cal Peterson with that $5 million cap hit has two years left on his deal. And now we have Erson whose contract will go one additional year beyond that. And I think, you know, Looking at this past season, um, Felix Dantrum played 20 games at the NHL level, which, you know, thinking back on it, I would not have guessed it was that high. Yeah, it was. And, um, you know, as we saw later in the season, you know, his goals against average at the NHL level was 3.72, which is not ideal. Again, totally understand who was playing in front of him. Oh, yeah. Some of those games
1: were just awful
0: just brutal but i think we saw as you mentioned earlier john tortorella kind of attached himself to sam urson in a lot of ways and so as things were changing urson got more games toward the latter part of the season and uh, so i think that it's a it's a real interesting dilemma with these three guys if these are your options who's your do you even have a 1a 1b or is it just two ones that are even throughout the course of the season and and do you try and figure things out that way? And do you rotate uh all three of them over the course of the season and use three roster spots for a goaltender? There's so many options for the Flyers right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, they might have to use three, uh, which isn't ideal only because I my belief is um from what I've heard is if you send Sandstrom down, he's got to pass through waivers and someone could pick him up. And so, and that's gonna happen every time he goes up and down. And mm-hmm. if there's ever a goaltending injury the season at some point, someone's probably going to pluck them. So, so there's that. So then you wouldn't even have three goalies anymore, right? Um, so, me personally, my ideal situation is you would, at that point, you would keep Urson and Sandstrom up at the NHL level. You would send down Cal Peterson, who then you would save money on the cap on as well, uh, rather than pay his salary and then w- worry about it another day. You know, go with those two guys, and they're two young guys, so you're probably going to be okay for this season. That would be my my ideal plan in this scenario.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's probably your best option because of the waiver situation that you brought up. That I don't think anybody's picking up Cal Peterson on no. waivers, right? Not and at so that salary. It, yeah, and uh, we talked about this last week that Nolan Meyer was uh, re-signed by the Phantom, so he's like your your be goaltender for the yes. phantoms and if you have peterson and meyer i think i think that's really good mm-hmm. i i just worry that putting the goaltending of the philadelphia flyers on the shoulders of felix santrum and sam urson when objectively they are not going to be good defensively i think it, it could cause some damage from a developmental perspective it could create a situation where you know the confidence levels go down and all of that now they could like break through that either mm-hmm. one of them
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: and have some real great moments and really show what they're made of so there's opportunity in this scenario as well but there's also this scenario where the two of them are just getting hammered and and there's like really nothing that can be done um and it'll just be a rough year for both of them
1: My feeling is, and while you're, what you're saying is true, the problem is, is that let's say you use Peterson and he's just getting shelled. Like to me, do I
0: care if Peterson's getting shelled?
1: You may not care, but will (laughs) the players care for Peterson? The players are going to care more for the homegrown guys that they know and came up with and want to play harder for them. That's my feeling. And I, so I kind of lean towards that rather than with Peterson, they're going to just be like, eh, you know, they brought him in anyhow, you know, he's not really that good, or he he has to prove himself again. These guys, these are our buddies. Like, do you really want to do this to them? I just think there'll be more accountability that way.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like this past year, you know, there was something about being in the trenches of this past year that, you know, there's a lot of change on this roster. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like the guys that will have been through this will just have something special. Yes. I think there's something to what you're saying along those lines. But I also think that the guys are going to want to have a goaltender they can depend on. And I wonder just how much camp is going to have an effect on all.
1: I mean, but with the way this team is there may not be a goaltender on earth that they can depend on. Uh, You know, even Carter Hart, had bad some bad moments last year. So it's like, who are you gonna depend on anyhow? Like you, you know, I don't I don't know if there's anybody on that you could use in that scenario that makes things better.
0: I know it's just so wild. So you have um Felix Sandstrom with 20 NHL games, Sam Erson with 12 NHL games, and Cal Peterson with 10 NHL games this past year. I mean not even a complete season between all three of them.
1: Right. It's wild. But this is, again, um, for a rebuilding team, not the worst thing. For if you're a team that thinks that you're going to turn it around quickly, clearly this is a stumbling block for turning it around even in two years. Uh, unless Sam Erson's the next Patrick Wa, which I don't think he is, but I don't know what he is either.
0: Yeah. So is there anything that you think Tortorella can do from a defensive standpoint that maybe they weren't doing last year to help support these goaltenders? No, I mean, and in Sandstrom.
1: No, that what they could do is just keep going with those seven D that you love, Rachel. I mean, that's (laughs) yeah, I know how you love that. And and they could do that. And I expect that we'll see some of that this year. Uh, So, because they do have an extra guy on D this year. And so, or at least, one, maybe two. So I, I think we're going to see that more often. And I think that's going to be what they're going to use to combat it. And we know that anytime they do that, it always affects the offense. But, uh, you know, they're probably, that's probably the way they're going to go.
0: It's not a bad thought. I mean, I don't know that I agree with it, but it's not a bad thought in terms of what they might do, right? From yeah. a prediction standpoint. But also, I think that we're going to see. Again, like we did at the beginning of last season, uh, which tapered off a little bit. But that block shot thing is going to come back with a fury that, that oh, yeah. the the, def- the Flyers defense is going to be just tasked with blocking as many shots as possible. I, it could get real ugly.
1: It, it it could be. It could be a shooting gallery again, some games. And there could be guys that yeah, really going to have to eat pucks. I'm expecting that Mark Stahl is going to eat a lot of pucks this year.
0: Yeah. And, you know, God bless him if he does, because I I think it's going to be a a big job. And so if he's willing to take one for the team and do that kind of work, I, I I then will probably be a lot happier about having, I wouldn't even take one,
1: I wouldn't even take one block puck and, you know, someone like Stahl is going to be like at a hundred or something, you know, know, more than that. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. I think that's going to be a huge part of it and, and he's going to be dependent on um, and there's going to be somebody in all three, you know, defensive pairings that's going to have to take yes. the run of blocking more shots. And so uh, I think, you know, all, all of this has a cascading effect, right? So it's oh, not yeah. just the goaltending here. It's, it leads to changes in the in the defense. It could lead to injuries on the defensive side. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. The possibilities are endless. But again, you know, we just we don't know what's going to happen yet. Um, we'd like to think that Carter Hart will be in net for the Flyers mm-hmm. at some point this season, whether it's game one, or or further down the road. Uh, he's been our franchise goaltender, and you know, he he has a, a promising career ahead of him, for you know, from a hockey standpoint. But we, we have to entertain the possibility that he will not be around, given. The no,
1: situation. I see it in the fan base. There's worry and uncertainty. And until that report comes out, nobody knows. So there's just, you know, and then they see the contract and they're like, oh, you know, everybody said, oh, yesterday. I, you know, you could just go online and just see that. So, yeah, we'll just wait and see.
0: All right. Well, that is the watchword, I guess. Wait and see. Uh, In the meantime, coming up next, we are going to uh, announce our new poll question for this week that we've been doing all summer, plus name our nemesis of the week. Russ, uh, I've been having so much fun with these poll questions that we've been uh, given out and y'all have come back with uh, really strong responses and good comments. So we're going to keep it rolling over the course of the summer. Given all of uh, what we just talked about, I thought one of the more interesting questions are in terms of the prospects that we have. Uh who is the biggest lock to make the Flyers opening night roster? And you have to pick one. I know there's some good options here, but you have to pick one. And our choices are Ronnie Adderd, Tyson Forrester, Bobby Brink, Egor Zamula, and Sam Erson.
1: No Mason Millman, huh? Okay. <laughs>
0: it's a show um, joke
1: for those who maybe just I know jumped on.
0: Um, yeah I think you know if you have one that's not on this list that you think is the biggest lock feel free to put that in the comments there'll be a separate post over on YouTube uh, so check it out over there and get your opinion in as for our nemesis of the week uh, last week we had a really fun conversation actually about uh, summer league and if the NHL should have a summer league similar to what the nba does uh instead of some of these smaller independent leagues out there they would be like no checking and and stuff like that to avoid injury but i think uh it, it was a really fun conversation and I, the more i think about it the more i'm into it
1: yeah I, I my nemesis is just this dead time of the year for hockey like i was at a um a softball tournament playing on a media team and so like andrew gross is on that team and stefan rosner and so we're we're talking and we're we're like, you know, maybe we'll break an RFA news, some RFA news today while we're here playing softball. And it was just like, that's how we're all thinking. Like, it's like, we're all, you know, we all like baseball. We love to play baseball. We won the tournaments so and we're all happy. But we talked about hockey for quite a bit. And uh, <laughs> so we're just like, we're looking for that crumb, you know? Like, and that's that's how it is right now this time of the year. So that's my nemesis. It's just, there's just no news. Carlson though, Eric Carlson, if Elliot Friedman's right, maybe that'll that that trade will be there, so we could talk about it next show. So maybe we'll get yeah. a little something.
0: Yeah. So having a summer league would absolutely create more news yes, and more content. It would. It so, would help
1: the it would help the news cycle and the content cycle for sure.
0: Yeah, and and I think it'd be fun for the fans. But you know, my nemesis for this week is obviously tied to everything we're talking about. Is this the timing of the yeah. Hockey Canada? announcement and when when the report is coming down i think you know we've been sort of on pins and needles about it for several months now i would say and it just feels like this thing hanging over our heads and it's hanging over the players heads involved it's it's a situation that a lot of teams are dealing with and it's a situation that the survivor is dealing with as well Um, we cannot forget about that person and make sure that they're centered and their feelings are centered in, in all of this. Um, but I I just think that it, it's, you know, waiting for that band aid to get ripped off on so many fronts that um, until it happens, we're just all going to be on edge week to week to week. And I, it's, that is why it's my nemesis this week.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. The only thing certain about all of this is the uncertainty of it all. And yep. <laughs> so it's like, and just, yeah, it makes everybody nervous. It's it's a bad place to be. Yeah,
0: and that's why, you know, we just had to have this hypothetical conversation about the yeah. Flyers goaltending because yeah. there's so many different factors that could be at play here. Um, and I, I think that it's just, it's an unfortunate situation for everybody involved. And um, I, I just, you know, again, I hope that the survivor here has found some peace and, you know, some, some justice along the way as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the, you know, that's always the biggest hope. And then, you know, we do a show that analyzes the team. So then we have to see how it affects the team. And, you know, we can't do that show yet. We can only do the hypothetical what if show. So we did that. That's the best we could do.
0: Yeah. Well, we will keep on top of that and uh, talk about whatever we find out, whenever we find that out, which is the most specific way we can talk about it at the moment. But that will do it for today's show. Uh, We'll be back on Wednesday, of course. We're going to have that mailbag I talked about, so get your questions in. You can tweet us at Flyers. You can email us at LockedOnFlyers at Gmail. Plus, you can comment over on YouTube I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at R Miriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M.
1: I'm Russell. I'm at Sportsology. S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y.
0: Have a great day, everyone.